Hey, it's Harold. This is Vocal Defrag. Defragging is taking the opportunity to ask yourself, not others, questions. Let me share that with you one more time. Asking yourself, not others, questions. And the answers that come into your heart, question those answers. Because then you start developing a relationship, that opportunity to not only speak from your soul, but to listen to it, to question it, to grow with it. That's what vocal defragging is, and I also keep a defrag journal where I can see the written word. I can go back at any time and see the origin of a story. I can listen to it any time. And I like the vocal defrag because so many times when you put words on a sheet of paper, lost is the inflection, the pitch, the volume, the tone. You're sitting there studying your new interpretation. This is vocal defrag. Very interesting subject today came into my heart a few minutes ago because when I come out in these walks through this beautiful forest in South Charlotte, North Carolina, 68 degrees, sunshine, it's the end of August. It shouldn't be 68 degrees, should it? Oh, but it is. And it's very beautiful. But the thought that came to me was you never speak of the struggles of the origin. Being a person of creativity, You always share the end result or the continuation of the results, but you don't speak of the struggles of the very beginning. And if you think I am alone, you are not correct in that. We are all in moments of creative outbursts. Not anger, not depression. It's when creativity hits you and you can't stop yourself from bringing it forward. I often wonder how long has it been boiling underneath your skin? That creative thought. You know, it's like, oh my God, here it is. But it didn't just happen. So many people think that there's such a thing as an overnight success, but it's absolutely false. I've talked with the artists, the writers, the actors, the directors, the producers. We all are on the same page. There is no such thing as an overnight success. So why don't we talk about the swings and the misses, the strikeouts, the stumbles, the pitfalls. And I think it's because everybody wants to turn everything into something that's larger than life. And I mean, even Gene Simmons says that. If you don't think it's larger than life, how do you expect to sell it to somebody who will also think it's larger than life? So in the process of the creative outburst, how do you digest those moments when you have this brilliant idea and then you act upon it? But does it turn out the way that you wanted it to? And the reason why I bring this up is because I'm starting a new podcast, a creative outburst. And that's what I love about podcasting is that you can physically go in and try new things. And if people don't like it, okay, people don't like it, but it was fun putting it together. The podcast is called, Thank You for Being a Part of the Conversation. When it first came to me, I wanted to be the poet in the forest, which was a children's book series that I did back in the 1990s. And and I wanted to have that voice, that kind of a tone in my vocals, where it was like, I'm telling a story. And I'm sharing a story with those vocals that storytellers like Mr. Rogers would do. I did the first episode, and it really... It was okay. I laughed. I thought it was neat. But the thing is, though, is that who goes and stands next to a tree and interviews the tree? The tree doesn't speak, but the guy, the host, he's responding to invisible answers. 
And so after listening to the episode, the creative outburst, I started questioning it. I started doubting it. The second episode that I did, I totally blew it up. I had nothing to do with it. And if you think I'm alone, you're crazy because we all have creative outbursts. So the toughest thing about being a creative person is, is yourself. It's you, the judger. And I have been heavy in the heart ever since that first episode went up about, you got to get rid of this, man. This sucks. This, I, you're, you're doing it all wrong. And so in my defrag journal, I began to ask the question and then question the answers. The goal of this podcast, not this one particular, but the goal of the new podcast, thanks for being a part of the conversation, is to share the story of this beautiful forest in South Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, sure, on this right here, the vocal deep rag, we take a walk and we talk about everyday life, what it's like to be a creative, what it's like to be in the business world, the changes, the challenges, the ups, the downs, the swings. But, but no, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be able to walk through the forest up to a tree that I planted, an elm. It was only four inches tall when it met the ground in 1997 to share the story of that elm that is now 27 to 30 feet tall. But in the first episode, I made it sound like it was a child. It just didn't do me right. But as Cindy once told me, Cindy was one of the first people to step forward to bring my art on a canvas to galleries around the country. She says, you know, mister, you better learn one thing right now. Just because you think what you put on a canvas sucks, the rest of us don't always think that. Your interpretation doesn't matter. All you did was you answered the call, you put it on canvas. So that's the reason why the first episode went up. And the second episode, boom, I blew that thing up. Because I just didn't like that vocal tone. And, you know, and, and I was saying things that I wouldn't say naturally. So in your own personal creative outbursts, what do you do with the judger? How do you handle that inner person that says, you know what, I had a good time doing this. I wasted a lot of money at Home Depot and Lowe's to, to build this in my garage, but you know what, what am I going to do with it? And that's how I started feeling about the art on canvas. I started allowing other people's opinion of the artwork and the shows to basically silence that creative outburst. I had fun putting stuff on a canvas. I had a great time. But it doesn't happen anymore because I allowed the judgment of others to silence my art. And today, with a podcast, I'm allowing myself to silence the art. So how did I handle this situation? Did I instantly quit? Thanks for being a part of the conversation. No, I don't think I'm done with it yet. Because you know how it is as a creative person. You, you put yourself in a moment of, okay, ta-da, here it is. But you know you've got to make more. Because it's a podcast, you have to make more. It's the same thing as if you're building something in your kitchen. You can't just put up one cabinet. we got to change the entire kitchen. you got to do something because you've already made the first step. But if it's a little bit off balance and you're looking at it and it makes you dizzy, what are you going to do? You're going to go in there and you're going to correct the situation. It's the same thing when I make my, my famous soups because I love to make soup. I always change things up and, because if I go back and I sample my first ever soup that I made during the COVID lockdown, it's going to suck. But see, I've learned how to make better soup by studying the creative outburst. Not anger. It's when creativity, it pops like a pimple 
and you happen to show up, but you can't allow it to close up. Because that's when you're going to start doing things like putting yourself in moments of doubt. You're going to be going, ah, it's nothing to those future things that need to come out. And really, in all honesty, when it comes to creativity, you know what it is? Creativity is that one thing that builds the step for you to grow forward and outward. To be in a place of, you know what, this may be not for this moment of now, but how I learned how to do this is going to help me on future projects. So having a creative outburst is a beautiful place to be. Grow with it. Allow it to spin. But the thing you've got to do, though, is you've got to understand that you may not like the first attempt. You may not like the second or the third. By God, I was out in that forest again this morning, and I went for a different kind of approach. Just me, standing next to a tree on a 95-foot drop, talking about how I couldn't stand the erosion that was taking place in this forest. And what did I do as a person, as a writer, to help the erosion stop in a forest that's been a part of my life for 32 years? But I did it in a nice, warm tone. I didn't have to think I was talking to a child. And why I went that way was only because of the poets in the forest, that series that I did back in the 1990s. Your creative outbursts. Ask questions. If you don't like what you're putting out there, ask questions and then question the answers. You were born to be creative. Stop shutting yourself off. Stop letting other people control who you are. When I know in my heart that you've got a lot of art in you, let your art fly. I'm Errol, and that's Vocal Defray.